When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello there and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian and you are listening to episode 207 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a bi-weekly show about eco-minimalist and intentional living. On today's show, I am answering a listener's question all about how to make a move a little bit more eco-friendly and a little bit less wasteful. Now, if you are a listener who listens on release day, you are dedicated, you are in it to win it, you might be wondering to yourself, well, wait a minute, why on earth is Stephanie releasing a listener's question and answer on a Tuesday. And if you are wondering that, nice work, you are quite astute. The reason is I'm changing some stuff up this week. So this week, and hopefully just this week, the listener question and answer is on Tuesday, and the more formal interview will be on Thursday. And by the way, you're not going to want to miss it. It's all on EMFs and human health. And if you don't know what an EMF is, you're definitely not going to want to miss it. But today we're talking about eco-conscious moving. And this question came in as an email, so I'm going to go ahead and read the email and then get into my five best tips for making your next move slightly more green. Now, before we do that, I have to give a shout out to this week's awesome sponsor. Sponsors keep this show running, and this show is sponsored by Ether Diamonds, the world's most sustainable diamonds that are actually good for the planet. You are no longer stuck in 2021 between having to choose between the mined diamond versus the regular lab-grown diamond, both of which harm the planet. Because Ether Diamonds offers the only truly sustainable diamonds on the market that require no ethical or environmental trade-offs. Ether creates the world's first positive impact diamonds made from air through a process that removes harmful air pollution then captures the carbon, and finally retasks that carbon to a higher purpose. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, well, is this really a diamond? The answer is yes. These are 100% real diamonds, and they're the highest quality diamonds you can buy, certified by the IGI. Learn more about the only guilt-free diamond in the world at etherdiamonds.com. That's A-E-T-H-E-R diamonds.com. All right, so here we go. Here comes the listener question. Thank you, Danielle, for writing it. I'm going to read her email, then get into my tips. Hi, Stephanie. My sustainable question is about moving. Do you have any tips for eco-friendly moving advice? I have four weeks to pack up my house, and the amount of plastic we'll probably be needing is giving me nightmares already. Thanks, Danielle. 
All right, Danielle, I have five tips for you. And I should say right off the bat, the first tip is not going to apply because you did mention you only have four weeks to pack up. But for everybody else thinking about moving or has a move on the calendar, my first tip is to start early. And that's because when you're down to the wire with anything in life, you tend to make bad decisions, right? Or at least I do. So build in a buffer zone, if at all possible, so that the temptation to throw all the stuff that's not coming with you to your next home in the trash is lessened. It comes as a surprise to no one, right? But responsibly discarding items takes an awful lot of time and effort. It just does. But I believe that if we willingly brought items into our home and into our lives, we then have an obligation to our stuff to do everything in our power to pass it on and not throw it out. So make the task less daunting by carving out one or two hours every single day, not just to pack, because packing has to happen too, but instead to determine what you're leaving behind, to research who's going to take it, and to schlep that stuff to its new homes. Actually carve out the time. If you write down your schedule every morning, like I sometimes do, Time block that one to two hours every single day until the move comes. A little, it's not so much a tip, but it's a friendly reminder is whatever happened to the good old fashioned garage sale? What happened to them? Garage sales were staples of my childhood and I don't see them so much anymore. But if you're moving and you have a lot of stuff you want to responsibly pass on, host a garage sale. It's a quick way to get rid of some stuff, make a little money at the same time, and it may also save you some time because you don't have to run around town dropping stuff off at all these different places. So start early, consider the garage sale. That's tip number one. Sorry, Danielle, that one probably doesn't help you. (laughs) Tip number two is to use an eco-friendly moving service. And yes, they are out there. Hiring a responsible mover to move all your stuff in one single trip is going to be much more eco-friendly because it requires fewer carbon emissions than if you took dozens of trips back and forth in a car or a pickup truck. Now, Danielle, I don't know where you're moving. I don't know if you're moving cross-country, if you're moving down the street, but consider hiring a moving truck instead of making a bunch of trips yourself. Now. Eco-friendly movers exist. Just one by me is called Gentle Giant. They're based in Massachusetts. They reuse and they recycle moving boxes and packing supplies whenever possible. They use biodegradable foam peanuts and biodegradable bubble wrap. Another one, just off the bat, if you live in New York City, is Rabbit Movers. Rabbit Movers powers their trucks by biodiesel fuel. They use reusable bins when packing up your stuff. They wrap your fragile items in biodegradable bubble wrap. So my point here is that eco-conscious movers are out there. If you're using one, look for one of those. Tip number three for you, Danielle, is to get creative in your packing efforts. Think of every single item in your home as either a potential vessel or a potential wrap. A suitcase can be a vessel, right? What can you pack in your suitcase? (laughs) A shirt is a wrapping material. What can you wrap in that shirt so that it doesn't break? A pillowcase can be a vessel. A flat sheet can be a wrapping material. See what I'm doing there? (laughs) Also, save newspaper, save junk mail that's coming to your house. Use that all for wrapping. 
Tip number four is related to tip number three, but it is to try your darndest to not buy boxes or packing material. In this age of two-day shipping, I am going to make a bold statement. Boxes are abundant and there should be no need for any of us to buy boxes. Ask your friends and family to save up their boxes for you. Put out a feeler in your local buy-nothing group saying you're moving and you need boxes. Heck, start stockpiling your own Amazon boxes for a few weeks or months before your big move, right? If none of this works, if you still don't have enough boxes, go to your local supermarket. I am willing to bet they have tons of boxes that they will give you for $0 for free. Now, if you still need boxes, I mean, if you still need boxes, we need to talk. But if you still need boxes, don't buy them. Know that you can rent them. There are companies in the United States that I will list in the show notes that will rent you reusable, really heavy-duty boxes or plastic moving crates that they will then rent out again after you're done with them. They'll also do the same for wardrobe boxes if you have a super fancy wardrobe and you can't fold your clothes and put them in the suitcase. The same goes with packaging material. Packing peanuts are polystyrene, which is an unrecyclable plastic, and bubble wrap is not traditionally recyclable. So try hard not to purchase any more plastic if you can help it. Use your tea towels. Use your t-shirts. Use newspaper and magazines. If you absolutely must buy because you have a lot of fragile stuff in your home, know that there are green alternatives to the plastic stuff on the market. And I've listed them in the show notes, but just so you know, I've even listed paper craft tape so that you can tape up all your boxes without using the plastic tape. If you have big stuff like furniture or mattresses, instead of buying those big plastic sleeves to wrap your furniture in, consider instead buying some yards of muslin fabric or a painter's drop cloth. These items are ones that, you know, they'll keep your furniture safe while you're moving, but perhaps you can use them in another way once you reach your new home. A painter's drop cloth can be used on the floor as you paint your new rooms. And my final tip for you, Danielle, as well as anybody moving, is to pack up your kitchen last. Once the plates and the silverware and the pots and the cups are all packed up, you're going to get hungry and you are going to order takeout. If you pack up your kitchen too soon, you're going to order that takeout and you're going to get those plastic forks and those plastic plates and those paper napkins much sooner than you would if you packed up your kitchen last. So pack your kitchen last and delay that inevitable takeout, inevitable Chinese food sitting on top of boxes as long as possible. A quick recap of my five tips. Tip one is to start as early as you possibly can. Packing is daunting, right? It is stress-inducing, hard, lengthy. I could go on and on with the adjectives, but moving is a really big job. So start as early as you can. Tip number two is to research an eco-friendly moving service. Tip number three is to get creative in your packing efforts and think of any item in your home as either a potential vessel or a potential wrapping material. Tip number four is to try your darndest to not buy boxes or packing material. And finally, tip number five is to pack your kitchen last. 
Listeners, I should say that if you are enjoying these question and answer type interviews, I am running out of your questions. (laughs) I'm running out of your content. So if you have a question, leave me a voicemail or send me an email. The way to do either of those things are in this week's show notes. But pretend you're back in school. No question is too small, right? Your questions keep this bi-weekly show release schedule running. And thank you. And I should also say too here that you don't have to necessarily call in with a question. You could call in with an eco tip. Again, if you're a longtime listener and two years ago I was doing eco tips where you would write me a tip and I would read it on air, we're going to do eco tip 2.0 these days where if you have a tip, just call the line. I'm not going to pick up the phone. We're not going to have a chat. It's a voicemail line. Uh, You leave your tip and then I'll play it on air. So to give you a sense of what that looks like, I'm going to close out today's episode with an eco tip 2.0 that I received from Natalie. So here's Natalie's tip. Hi, Stephanie. My name is Natalie. I'm from the Dayton, Ohio area, and I don't have a question, but I wanted to tell you about something. I just finished your skincare episode, and um, what I'm about to tell you, if, if you don't have something like this in your area and you've never heard of this, I think you're going to freak out. <laughs> There is an awesome female in the area that is running something called Reduce, Reuse, Refillery, and she has like a box truck, and she drives it around to different locations, and inside this beautiful box truck is um, skincare products, home products, and not only is everything free of harsh chemicals because she either outsources it that way or she makes some of her own, but there is not a single... Um, single-use plastic inside that truck. So you can actually bring your own bottles from home or you can purchase some of her glass bottles and you can just go visit her, you know, once a month. I get my laundry detergent, um, dish detergent. I just bring my bottles and she fills it up and charges us by the ounce. I also get my um, skincare there too, my deodorant in glass jars, um, so it's it's beauty products, a shampoo, conditioner, um, and then also some home products too. But, you know, just think about those big plastic bottles. I wish that every city had something like this, you know, where we could refill our our products like that. So I just wanted to let you know, look it up, get excited, <laughs> tell your listeners to, you know, seek out something like that in their hometowns. And if they don't have it, man, they should start it because I'm just continue to be impressed with with this woman who's running it and I'm just so excited about it. So it, it again it's called Reduce Reuse Refillery. Okay, thanks Stephanie. Love your show. All right, Natalie, you just blew my mind. Thank you so much for that eco tip 2.0. Reduce reuse refillery. I need one here outside of Boston. I love it. Listeners, I will see you on Thursday for our regularly scheduled and more formal interview. It's all about EMFs, 5G, and human health. I will see you on Thursday, and take care. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.